0: Hello, everybody. It's me. It's Brother Kapow, Paul Kapow from the Kapow Radio Show. Look, at, I want to keep talking a little bit about this COVID stuff uh, because it's, uh, <laughs> for me, man, there's some changes going on. And I want to talk about the positive stuff. I don't want to talk about the negative stuff. And, and I'm not going to talk about the sickness, but I want to talk about some mental or internal. Spiritual changes, maybe. Um, and and I do hope I really do. I do hope that these changes are lasting. Uh, I hope it's not a temporary thing, and then I revert back to uh, my pre-COVID days, my pre-near-death experience with COVID days. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to last week's show where I talk about uh, how I almost died from uh lung pneumonia, lung infection, and uh, COVID on top of it. But anyway, um, it's interesting. I'm still recovering. My biggest biggest issue physically is lethargy. Um, It's getting better and better every day, but I have to take it really easy and um, don't do too much, you know, physically. Um, I can sit in front of the computer. I can work. I can... I could do things like that because because I, I could just take my time and click click the mouse, um, but there's not a whole lot of physical stuff I can do. I'm sleeping much better, um, you know. I'm not having the weird nightmares and things like that, and um, I'm able to take care of myself a, a whole lot better. So I'm I'm definitely on the mend, but it is a it is a slow process, and everybody was telling me that that uh, it may take months before you fully feel normal again and they're absolutely right so uh, i am really not pushing it i'm being very uh cautious and um uh, you know so here we go but anyway here's some positive things i want to talk about i just want to run some positive things here that happened as you know uh, last week you know i talked about how you know i i didn't i didn't see jesus and uh you know the white light and um, I, I really didn't even feel the presence of God in my uh, sickness or in my hour of distress. What I felt was evil. I actually felt the evilness of this disease. And no one could convince me this is natural, that COVID is a natural thing. I'm, I'm totally convinced that it was manipulated in a lab, um, you know, using human DNA. Or I, I'm totally convinced of that. It, it's, there's an evilness to it. But, um, and I did feel the spirit of, of death. I smelt the spirit of death. So did my wife. Uh, that was there. But I, I never felt um, God. I never felt Yahweh or uh, my Messiah or anything like that. And I'm not being negative and I'm not uh, saying anything. It's just, I just never felt that. And um, and it's okay. There's reasons. It's reasons for that. There's there's that's not a, that's really not an issue. Um, I had expectations that on a lot of things that didn't come to fruition, and that's all right. That's all right because you know I learned that um, uh, your expectations aren't always uh, going to happen. Always right. But some of the positive things. One of the biggest thing I want to talk about is gratefulness. I can't tell you how grateful I am. Uh, to be alive and how grateful i am to uh be on the mend and mend quickly and be able to um, not have some of these long haul covid systems at at least not yet that others have i mean i've been reading about this this long covid uh symptoms that others are developing and it's horrible i feel so bad for them even here here in las vegas they opened a center now for long uh, COVID symptoms. They have a center now because the medical profession, they were misdiagnosing a lot of symptoms and, and they didn't understand about the long haul COVID. And people are really having some real issues with it. I, I, I've talked to many people about it since my illness and they, um, you know, they have like lung uh, scarring uh, d- d- issues or or their heart became enlarged it messed up their heart um, d- there's a lot of different things that happened and, and boy those they, they really need prayer but so far uh, I'm doing okay my oxygen levels are, are back up in the mid 90s and and um, I'm doing okay so I'm very grateful for that and I'll give you a an example you know it's just I don't know i was getting to the point in life where everything was gloomy to me i was just kind of like a just a big armageddon guy i was just like waiting for the end of the world you know i i you know i really one of the big things i did is i i I watched the news too much and part of it was because you know you know i used to do that show freedom friday and you know i'd have my nose into current events you know every day and it's kind of addicting and um it's one thing to read it; it's another thing to just ingest it all the time and that that's that's what was happening you know i didn't have the tv on or anything like that but you know you're gonna get the news through facebook and through your news feed and things and so i would i just kind of became a real gloomy person very you know very armageddon and end of the world and you know when's god gonna come back and destroy all this you know nonsense and so you know, so, you know i was just i was that dude and um but you know now thats like I feel like I have a second chance and I, I just see things a little differently. Um, you know I, I just don't see I just don't see it so gloomy and uh, and I think you know the time when history ends that's when the time history will end. But at, at this point, I, I just feel I need to live I need to live life. I just you know be who I am. And who I was designed to be at this time and at this location and um, to live it to the fullest and be grateful uh, of what you have and I know that's God's mercy you know like I said before I never felt God in the sickness or anything like that but yet in a very strange way I can't deny that he was there because it's just he's just merciful you know and the fact that I'm I'm grateful is, is God's grace and the fact that i went to the er and i had the, the proper nurse and i had the the proper doctor um that gave me the proper medication it's, it's just grace so no the heavens didn't open up and angels sing but he was there in a very practical way and i think for me that's more important because i'm alive now i'm just grateful i um at this point, I, I just I have less concern now. You know, I'll open up Facebook, I'll look at the news feed, and you know, while I was sick, this whole Ukrainian thing started happening. And I have no idea what it's about. I'll tell you honestly, I have no idea, and I'll tell you the truth, I, I don't care. It's, it's something that's out of my sphere of influence. I I cannot control that. It's nothing I can do about it. And so I've decided that if it's out of my if it's out of my circle, if I can't control it, it's out of my sphere of influence. And it goes beyond that then i'm not going to concern myself about it and um because it, it it's it brings me to a point of, of negativity so it, for what one of the positive things that happened for me is i'm just less concerned about this stuff um i uh yesterday i for the first time by myself you know i got in my my van and I drove to Ace Hardware to uh, I actually went for a light bulb that went out in my microwave. And I cannot tell you just how happy I was to go to Ace Hardware. I mean, I, I go in there and before I go in there, I, I hear a voice. I, there's a couple looking at some flowers, buying some flowers. And I hear this voice and I recognize it. And she's one of she's one of the singers that I had. Um, I did some live audio on a show in in 2020 outside during the middle of COVID. That's the audio I, I ran. It would rain that day, and I ran the whole system from inside my van. And she was one of the the singers, and just a beautiful lady. And, um, and so. <laughs> I recognized her voice and I said Linda and she goes oh my god and she had heard that I had been sick and everything like that and I met her husband and it was, nice. and it was just such a pleasant conversation to, to talk to her then then I go into Ace Hardware and I grabbed a little cart you know I'm only there for a light bulb but I but I know <laughs> so I got my cart and I found myself and I couldn't help it smiling I had this big smile on my face. The other thing is that in the state of Nevada now all COVID uh, restrictions are gone. There's no mask, there's no mask mandate anywhere. there's none of that. So there's a there's a sense of freedom again and it's just nice to see people's faces and walk around. So that happened during my sickness too. So when I when I came out of this, I came into another world that's a, a, that's a lot better. And, uh, so I, I, I couldn't help it. I, I'm smiling and I, and I noticed it and I thought, why am I smiling? It's because I felt so grateful to be at ACE hardware. I, I felt so grateful to be there and be able to do what I was doing. And so I ended up not only buying a light bulb, but, uh, you know, a power strip, uh, uh, and, 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 and uh, uh, something for my outdoor lights. And, um, and then I also bought, um, four, four 40 pound bags of salt crystals for my um water softening system four and i loaded them all up and i did all that stuff you know so i was so happy and then when i got home i installed everything i installed my power strip i installed my outdoor lighting box um i put away my salt crystals i i physically did all that stuff and i was just you know stuff i took for granted before it was just amazing that i was able to do that And and still you know have energy so I was so gratefulness gratefulness is my number one key Uh, the other thing that seemed to happen to me is that I just became more aggressive I want to say or more assertive in marketing uh, my band and marketing myself I think before I just was a little you know you're just hoping somebody's gonna like your music and discover you and then market you and, and talk you up. And it just, that just doesn't happen. You know, you you gotta do it yourself. And, and so it's just, I changed and I started doing a lot more. Now, maybe it's just because I had more time to sit in front of the computer and think about things. I don't know. But I became a lot more aggressive on my email follow-ups and contacting people and doing things. And it paid off within weeks. I mean, I've got half a dozen gigs, half a dozen really good events going on just because I contacted people and was a little more assertive with who I am and what we could do for them. And they liked it. Um, and they would have never known before had I just been sitting around waiting to, you know, get discovered type of thing for gigs. And so that was a real positive thing for me, very, very positive. And um, so I, it's more like my attitude is I, I just feel life is short. And uh, you kind of got to, you know, you got to do what you got to do to make it happen and just not wait around for it. You know, if, if you love somebody, you better love them now. Right. Uh, the, the other thing that really happened, you know, because of, because of this is that, um, you know, I just it seems to me I became like just more tolerant uh, towards others. Um, more like understanding that they have experiences that I know nothing about. Um, let me give you an example. Um, let's see, Tuesday, uh, we'd, we'd gone to uh, um, an artist association gala that uh, Linda and I had joined. And it was really nice. And I, I had a, a wonderful evening just talking to people and, uh, you know, listening to beautiful chamber music and just talking to the artist and looking at art. And it, it was just a beautiful evening. Plus, I got a chance to be assertive, pass out a bunch of cards, and, and I got a gig out of it. I <laughs> actually got a job out of there meeting people. So afterwards, Lynn and I we go to a, a restaurant, and I haven't been there in a long time. And um, we go into this restaurant, and it's it's a Tuesday. It's a, I'm sorry, it's a Thursday night in Mesquite, and for some reason, it's just packed everywhere. So I don't know if there was a golf tourney in town or whatever, but it was just it was just packed, and the and the restaurant is 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 small. And I saw that they only had two servers, you know, and a bus, and a buser, you know. And um, so we get there, and the place is packed, and I'm standing in line, waiting to be seated. And the waitress, you know, she just walks past us. You know, she doesn't, you know, acknowledge us like, I'll be right with you, or in one moment. She just walks right past us, does something with the bill, then comes back, back towards us again. And just, just really ignores us. I mean, literally just ignores us while we we're standing there. And, um, and usually, you know, a business, you know, if you're a good business or, you, you know, you at least acknowledge the customer, you know, I'll be with you in a second. You know, so they know. Uh, but not, not this gal. And uh, you could tell she was very um, you know, frustrated, I, I think. And then the other waitress that was working there, a little younger gal. She did the same thing. She came out and doing something, but she she, she wouldn't even make eye contact. Now the the buster was nice. I was talking to him, but there's nothing he can do. Uh, so not you know not a big deal, but it was kind of like wow, you know. So um, finally the the gal came up and said, you yeah, know, how many? You know two, and sat us down, and she'll go, be a, you know it'll be a minute. He got the menus, it'll be a minute. She was she was very terse, you know, very short, very terse. So, um, you know, we, she came back, we made her selection and things like that and did the stuff. And she, you know, like I said, very terse, very, just very, not friendly or nothing. And she run around, but I could see that she was running around like crazy. You know, it was really busy. And And she did that. She did that with everybody who walked in. She ignored, uh, everybody that knocked, you know, that walked in until she was ready to acknowledge him. So, uh, she had come back, um. With with uh, you know some of our order, and I just looked at her and I go, "You're having a busy, busy, crazy night, aren't you?" And she goes, "Yeah." She goes, "It's it's out of control." She goes, "It's she goes, she goes, and everybody decided to come in at once." And I go, "Bless your heart." I go, "You, you know you're working your butt off, and I can see that." I, I you know thank you for that. And you know what? Her whole her whole demeanor changed. It just it just changed now I didn't say that you know to get anything from her I just said that because that's what I observed you know she was going through an experience I knew nothing of Um, and I needed to be tolerant of that I just felt I needed to be tolerant of that she's she's a human she's working she's trying to pay her bills and uh, it's hard so uh Anyway, at the end of the night, um, you know, we get our check and uh, you know it's like twenty-three bucks. You know, so I, I she she comes back and she says, uh, Is there anything else, you know, you need change and blah blah blah. I go, no, I go there. Here's the money, here's the cash for the for the for the check. You know, and here's a 20 for you. And I said you're bragging, you know, left-hand, right-hand stuff. I'm just telling you. You know, I hot shot these people. When I, I hot shot the guy who sprays my yard for bugs. I hot shot my, 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 my landscaper. I hot shot Schwann's delivery driver every time he comes. I'm giving them... because I'm not going out all the time tipping people. So when I do tip them, I tip them big, because they're working, man. You know, they're working, and uh, so you should have seen this. This gal was so. Um, appreciative of kindness uh, somebody being kind and it was huge and what I noticed in me it's not it wasn't like I wasn't like that before but I just noticed I guess I when I say more tolerance I just it wasn't it wasn't even that it was just I'm grateful and um, you know you want to be kind I don't know. It just changed. It, 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 the COVID thing rewired something in there. I don't know. It just, I became sensitive, a little more sensitive, I guess. <clears throat> not, you know, not that I would have been mad before. Maybe, you know, I wouldn't have it well, but I, I probably would have complained a little more, you know, to myself, grumbled, like, burr, 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 you know, <sighs> I don't know. But, yeah, I'm kind of embarrassed even telling that story, but it, uh. That, that's the other thing, you know. So, I, I want to say tolerance, but maybe sensitivity.
1: Recently, spiritual attacks on innocent people have increased considerably. This is partly due to society's transformation into a satanic cult. Most people are clueless or hopeless in combating this spiritual mayhem. We wish to offer two good books to overcome these attacks. First, Demons in My Marriage Bit, a true story of spiritual warfare, offers one of the most effective training systems in combating spiritual darkness in order to gain personal freedom. Second, Eyes to See Unseen Enemies teaches how to see the hidden dangers which are all around us, even in places we would least expect them. Both books can be purchased on Amazon.com as a paperback or ebook. It is our desire that you will take advantage of these opportunities to increase your effectiveness in spiritual warfare and learn how to fight back instead of being a victim. We'll see you on the battlefield. Uh,
0: So, one of the last things I want to talk about is—is you know, like I said, I I never felt the heavens open up, or I didn't see Jesus in the white robe and you know, well done, my good and faithful servant, and come and blah blah blah. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know why. You know, my theory is, is that it, it wasn't my time. Now, well, you know, whether or not you believe of the statement in Hebrews that says it's appointed unto mankind once to die, to die once, and then after that's the judgment. You know, I tend to believe everything that I that i can understand in the bible and maybe i don't understand it correctly but if i can understand it I tend, I tend to believe because if you don't believe some things then you're down that slippery slope of what do you believe and what do you don't so i've always believed that mankind has an appointed time and so you know when you hear things like oh he died way too young or blah blah blah, blah and, it, and it, as tragic as all that is for some reason there's an appointed time uh, for that and i don't you know, and I know as humans, we're always trying to circumvent that appointed time. And I, I did the same thing. I went to the emergency room to get help. So the only thing I can think of, you know, is that it, it just wasn't my time. Because I think if it was my time, then it would have been my time. The experience may have been exactly the same, but... Somehow, you know the that angel of death, it, it didn't get the the final permission. <clears throat> that's just my crazy theory. I don't know if it's even true, but that's just how I, I see it. But I I didn't feel you know the presence of Yahweh or God. you know, you know I wasn't you know it wasn't Moses. There's no burning bush. There's no there's no anything. But during this. The people, you know, including my wife. She, my, my wife, was incredible. Um, you know, because her anxiety level got up. It, it really got up there. And uh, I mean, I, we were in an emergency room, and I just looked at her, and the only thing I could tell her is like, oh, you know, watch your anxiety. You know, don't let it get to you. And she was able to calm herself down and be my advocate, ask the questions, talk to the people instead of me. She, it was, it was invaluable. <clears throat> for my recovery and of course just feeding me what i needed and, and, and the comfort and everything like that so my wife was just just a just a hellacious caregiver and um you know and i'm I, you talk about grateful very very grateful uh to have a wife like that and and for her to be so concerned and caring and i told you last week <clears throat> the story about donna and how she came to my mind. So yeah, that's like to me, that's like the God's mercy, and you know, brought the oxygenator over, and that made the difference of like, you need to go in, not go in, type of thing. And her her expertise. I mean, she she's really really a good, powerful emergency nurse when she uh, was working, and you know, she was able even to read my my blood, my lab work, and you know, talk about it with me. So she she was so good. And she's just a neighbor, you know. Um, I got cards, physical cards. I'm talking about people who who really are like closer to my wife than they are me. You know, I, I'm really not that that sociable. I'll stay home a lot and she she's out a lot socializing. But they're more like her friends or her acquaintances. But they know me, you know, through them. And there was this one couple that while I got sick... Um, they got. They both got COVID. Now, they didn't have the other lung infections and all this stuff, but they both got COVID. They both got sick and um, were on the way to recovery. So they were sick at the same time I was. And I get a physical card in, in the mail. That means they wrote, her, her husband wrote um, well wishes to me on one side, and then she wrote the other side. And they hand wrote it and then put a stamp on it. I, I mean, to me, it just blows my mind. And then then I got another one from uh, a, a, a woman that my wife dances with in her dance troupe, her tap dance troupe. And I don't even know this woman that well. I know she is because of the dance troupe. But I get a physical card from her. A physical card. I mean, handwritten, wishing me well. They put a stamp on it. I know it sounds crazy, but I mean... I just saw God in that. I just saw I just saw God saying, look at it, dude, um, it's not always a burning bush. It''s, it's not always, it's not always you know getting knocked off a donkey on, on the road to Damascus. It's, sometimes it's it's just this subtle wind. It's just silence sometimes and I use people. So that's the other big thing I learned is that it's it's people well, we're human we're here we have to I don't, we have to model our creator when he tells us to do so whether we know it or not um, it, it was it was amazing and and then I mean not only physical cards but it, it, I can go on and on about these people, but there's there's another lady who who my wife works with, and she belongs to another organization called Mesquite Showgirls, and they're they're senior women, they're very beautiful senior women who put on like you know showgirl costumes, and that they're a five hundred one, and they go and they assist you know grand openings and charities and things like that, and they're just really beautiful people. Well, the president of of this, you know, she knew I was sick. She made me soup, handmade soup, and came to my house like at 8 o'clock at night and delivered it. And she walked in my house without a mask or anything and delivered it. Um, my niece, I told you last week, my niece hunted. She's in Colorado, so she's online hunting for a nurse to come to my house and give me a uh, an IV, uh, and she did that, and she paid for everything, and even tipped her. I mean, I can go on and on. It's it's just incredible the love <clears throat> that I got. And, and by the way, my niece, at the same time I got sick, one of her sons got COVID. So these are these are people who, who are going through their own uh, their own thing. Um, there's uh, I got Shy and Matt Jax. You know, they have. They have their own podcast called uh, Seed War Radio. Uh, Matt Jacks is uh, the, the, the barbecue, uh, the slow cooker uh, virtuoso that I wrote the song Fourth Man Barbecue for for his show. And Shy, you know, she's been listening to us for years, you know, the Kapow show. And also she just emails me and she says, um, late January, beginning February, I just started praying for you real hard. So, she had a burden uh, to pray for us, right, uh, when all this was going down. So, you know, what do you say about that? And then uh, she herself is going. She had COVID back in nineteen, uh, before they even know what it was, and it messed her up real bad. She she has all kinds of problems now, and. She's going through all kinds of physical problems. I mean, much, much worse than, than I, I went through or I can imagine. And yet she, uh, she was pregnant. So, and then, uh, you know, some, I mean, I, I just, I, I, you know, I can't mention all the people or time mean just, I would get texts from people from friends, you know, and, uh, just, you know, just friends, you know, John Janey. you know, uh, Neighbors Hey how you doing You know What's going on I heard you You know How you doing I get texts from musicians That I haven't heard from in a long time Just you know Neighbors That are, that are musicians uh, Hey we heard you Were saying How you doing And not just one text I mean over and over My my neighbor uh, Two doors down Same thing Anything you need Right here Blah blah blah, blah. Uh, Anything Not just one Several times Anything My next door neighbor Same thing You need to say Blah 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 It's It it was It's like concern They were like concerned Uh, Amazing Uh, The other thing is You know my wife Had kept uh, My family My sisters And Everybody in the loop at this thing And one of the one of the great things that I'm just thrilled about that came out of it is uh, you know my 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 oldest sister I call her the queen sister, and she had, she had just got through a bunch of surgery and things like that too, and so she's recovering from a bunch of surgery. So it's another person that's going through a bunch of stuff, and um, so you know very very you know very good through what's going on, but she says to herself you know hey, um, I I need to go see my little brother because he almost died. And I need to go see him. And um, so through all of that, uh, through some discussion and finding out some you know dates that we're playing uh, in April, she's coming out. And um, you know, in, well, I'll tell you, in, in thirty-seven days, I'm so excited. And uh, oh man, you know, I already booked her rooms, and I, I we just I'm thrilled. And but that that that's a positive thing that came out of came out of this thing um, is that kind of so yeah I don't know I guess my point is, is it's peep, the people so <clears throat> yeah I didn't see the burning bush and, uh, but uh, you know there, there's that, that story of of Elijah or Elisha I forget which one you know he's in the cave and uh, I think it's Elijah and you know he's running you know running from Jezebel and he's in a cave and you know mm-hmm. He's just thunder and lightning, you know, outside. He goes out there and there's no there's no God. It's just thunder and lightning. And then there's this and all this crazy weather and there's no God. And then he finally... Finally, it's all calm and it's just like a still small wind. And that's where God was in. And, you know, little, little... I don't know, there's, there's a story in there. But it, that's what it kind of reminds me of. It's... it's it, he was there... But but he was there through people. He was there through Ace Hardware, through gratitude. He was there through uh, a grouchy waitress. Um, he was there through the kindness of people and texts and cards and things like that. So it's I ho- I hope I'm making sense, um, and I hope we could you know extrapolate something from this. Like wow. Um, I get it. Um, you know, I'm not just rambling on. All right. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys. And uh, we'll talk to you, uh, Lord willing, next week and about something else. <laughs> okay. All right. God bless you all.